Welcome to WHCC Pro, presented by White House Custom Color, your photography and press printing partner. I am sitting across the table from uh, the one and the only Adam Miller, who happens to be in town today from uh, La Crosse, Wisconsin, and we just literally just finished up your YouTube Live. So thanks so much for being here today, Adam. We really so appreciate glad it. to be here. Yeah, it's fun to have you, and and we're going to do a tour after we have a little lunch, and it'll be fun to see your reaction to the lab because I know you've wanted to come and check it out for a while. So. We just finished up talking about all kinds of business stuff. And on this, I want to focus more on you and your personality and, and the, the pieces of that that have gone into creating where you're at, who you're at, what you do. Because there's a lot to Adam Miller that in, in the live, we focused on different stuff. I want to talk about you a little bit more today. So I know just because we've had the opportunity to hang out in a social circumstance that at one point in your life, you were a DJ and, and you spun and you did cool stuff, but from a creative approach. And I also remember you saying when you started and you got into photography, that there was a point where I believe it was mentioned that if, if it doesn't get to be a profitable thing, then we, we have to move on and we need to think about something different. When that occurred, how did that feel? Like what, what was your thought process when that was, when that kind of that ultimatum of sorts was kind of put to you? Well, I appreciate the question. Uh, I haven't thought about that for a little while. It's been, been a few years, but okay. yeah, I've been, uh, I've been married for 20 years now. And early in our marriage, uh, we had graduated college and, and I had started the photography studio and it was just one of those things as a new business owner. And I'm sure plenty can relate any dollars you do make, uh, you know, you just put it back into the business and you buy the next lens you need or the flash or this or that. And then a little bit into marketing and the list goes on. And, and then you feel maybe the need to have a physical space. And so you're leasing then a space. There's just so much that goes into a new growing business. But I think as I started, my wife and I, um, you know, we didn't have much money as we graduated college and, and uh, lived on very little. Um, and it was just one of those things as getting into it for a couple of years after college any dollars I did make was just going back into the business. And I'm sure plenty can relate to that. Definitely. And I think at some point, um, and my wife had a conversation with me that it's either just kind of a hobby or it's a job. And that just framed in my head, this, this does need to be a job. And I think maybe I was stuck a little bit in growing a business, but not worried about me bringing home an income yet. And at some point you just have that light bulb switch. And for me, it was when my wife and I just sat down and we just had a conversation and, yep. and where are we headed? And, and this is either one or the other, right? So yeah, definitely. And I'm guessing that there was probably a, a mixture of emotions that went along with that probably from um, scared to death to uh, mad at I just want to continue kind of going this way to oh my gosh, this could be so successful. And, and what are the possibilities there? I could see in that conversation, a lot of potential directions you could spin out of there. And obviously, 20 years later, in marriage and in your business, you've done very well. You know, you have a beautiful family, three awesome kids, great business, you took that, and you you brought it out in the most positive of ways. Well, and I'm a dreamer, but I'm also a realist. And I think as business owners, 
you can't get too stuck into one way or the other. And you constantly have to dream and evolve and educate and um, hone your skills, right? Um, but also try to continue to elevate your business and your business model. Um, but on the other part, you also need to be a realist that, you know, you're trying to bring in home and income for your family. And we're all doing this because we love photography and we, right. we're passionate about what we get to create for our clients. And at the end of the day, though, it's also our career and our job and our income. And yep. and so there's that piece as well. And you just don't want to get too stuck one way or the other. And you've known me well enough now. I'm, I'm just really good at analyzing things. And I feel like that's one of my strengths is mm -hmm. I can look at uh, a business model and a, uh, the way I'm doing our studio or somebody's doing theirs and being able to give some good insight as to maybe the directions you would go, right? Yeah, um, So I think when we sat down, I didn't feel one way or the other too much about it. I wasn't mad about a conversation. It was just kind of that realist conversation. And then it's about how can I make this business model work so that it produces an income that can sustain our family. Yeah, absolutely. And then the kids came along and brought a whole new uh, side to your family, scheduling-wise, financially, like all those things. And, and I, I have to congratulate you on, you know, we had a conversation about an hour and a half ago where, you know, you're already talking about, you know, booking out 2023 and how are you going to build that schedule and, you know, basically making the business schedule around you as a family. Um, and I think a lot of people listening to this will not be able to relate to that because they they make the family schedule around the business and you do that very well i'm i'm out this time in fact i think this last week you were somewhere fun and you you came back from somewhere fun to do that with us or do this with us today so how long did it take you to be comfortable with the the business the the sessions being booked out the the pre-work to start really saying it's okay for me to do this. I can take this week off because we all know as small business owners, when you're not there, you're not making anything. So how long and, and what was that process for you to really make the business work for you? Well, I think honestly, the first dozen years are a lot more difficult than the last maybe eight or 10 years, right? Yeah. Um, I think for me, it's... I think every business owner will know how many sessions they're probably going to fit into a year, whether it's weddings. For us, it's how many weddings are we going to fit and how many standard sessions. And our standard session, it's either family portraits, high school senior, or engagement portraits. And we know how many of those standard sessions uh, we our goal is for the year. We also know what our max calendar, if we packed every nook and cranny of our calendar in from, again, being based in Wisconsin, our calendar typically books from April first through um, kind of mid-November, kind of that Thanksgiving range. Yep. And so I know what that number is, and I know the, um, the, the ways we can book that calendar, all, all of our marketing strategies. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll watch our numbers um, weekly and monthly. So I, I know exactly where we're headed. And as we're headed there, um, I, it allows me then to block off certain weeks to take vacation, certain days, certain times. Um, and I'm really just good at pre-scheduling that out. I mean, even for 2023, I'll already have certain blocks of times I know that we'll be gone as a family in the summer when my kids are off school. Yeah. Um, and then as I see how the calendar is being built, it just allows me that flexibility. But it's, it's taken quite a while to get there. Um, mm -hmm. But I think as a business owner, you don't always have to bend over backwards every time a client calls and says, well, 
Thursday nights at 7 p.m. are the only time that work for our family. And um, there's just you just make up policies and you make up where your session times are, and then you always have exceptions. There are certain families that come back to me every year, and if they called me last minute and be like, hey, we're all getting together as a family on, you know, on the holiday weekend, and we're available Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, and if I have that as personal family time, it's just up to me to make the exception for them, and right. I'll do that for them. So I, ju- I guess I would just encourage business owners to just lay out for clients how you can help accommodate them, but don't always be working on your kid's birthday because it's what works best for the client. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm assuming that having that schedule created ahead of time makes those conversations way easier. If somebody says, oh, can I can I book you this time? And you've already laid that out six months in advance. Sorry, I'm not. I'm out of town there. We're going on vacation. You know, instead of having to be like, oh, let me check and get back to you. Yeah. You know, that because that is that creates a gray area where, you know, you're setting the policies you're giving the answer, then it's up to them to choose, you know, go or no go. Yeah. And, and myself and my team, anybody who's fielding that phone call and working with the clients, it's really easy to look ahead at our calendar and let them know these are the days and times that we have available. Um, and we ask what might work best for their family. And if we get any feedback where it's like, oh, I just need this specific week or this certain time and and we get any hesitation there, um, that's when I can jump in and just decide to make the exception or not. But it's very, it, we build our calendar so far out yeah. um, that, for example, probably by April 1st, we probably have our entire calendar available for the year. Um, even if we're not technically booking much into fall yet, we're trying to get those summer sessions booked. Right. We'll have it built so that if we have somebody who's like, oh, I just really needed an October date because my kids are coming back you know, at that time or... It's just, again, it's just something every business owner just needs to map out. So you're not put into the, like you said, on the fly, having to make a lot of decisions, Yeah, you know, just have lots of availability. Yeah, totally. Um, and, you know, you and I were talking a few minutes ago about, you know, kind of sort of the, you know, the dry side of the business and the really exciting part of the business. Um, and I would say that mapping out your calendar tends to fall into the dry side, but it will make your life so much better if you just do it and sit down and, and if you can't look at 12 months, three months, six months, great. So at least you step towards that. You have, let's talk about your staff a little bit. So you are more than full-time and then you have who helping you at the studio based on your volume? Well, generally we'll have one to two part-time people helping and we might, it, it just might be a uh, 15 to 30 hours total uh, in a week worth of assistance. And that okay. might be helping out at wedding shows, packaging orders, um, cleaning the studio, those type of things. The main function of uh, that one or two individuals, it would be booking sessions on the calendar. Okay. When the phone rings, it's their job to be answering it, going through um, our process with our with those potential clients, answering questions, uh, booking sessions. And that's their number one thing that they do Um, because I physically don't have the time to have all of those lead conversations um, because my day in day out, uh, I am booked with sessions and having conversations with the clients that I'm photographing that day. And that's my favorite part. When a client shows up at the door and I get to produce for them those images and then um, talk with them about what's going to be amazing in their home and on display. That's the fun part for me. Um, So I've just, and, I, and I've evolved. 20 years, I used to have um, a much larger staff throughout the years. I'd have people, I'd have a team of retouchers, um, and now I've taken over retouching as well. Um, just with, when COVID happened, um, I, I took back a few pieces just 
because we were less on staff hours. Um, but now I, I've just honed a process where I can manage a lot of the parts of the business and then the ones that are the most important that I can't do, I hire that out. But I also watch what dollars are coming in and what dollars are coming out, which is why I don't overstaff. I just staff right. correctly. So everybody can have an understanding for the the scale of the business. How many weddings and portrait sessions are you doing in a year? Well, we'll always want to do somewhere in that 20 to 25 weddings a year. That's okay. comfortable for me. I can manage that um, since I'm photographing all of those and creating those images. Um, that's probably the comfortable number. For portrait sessions, uh, when we're looking at families, high school seniors, engagements, and we add up those three, um, in that kind of 200 to 250 range is what I can fit on my calendar. Wow. I could probably fit just a little bit more than that, but that range gets us to a, a kind of a comfortable number on our, on our calendar. If I lived in a warmer weather climate or, or climate where I could really photograph all year and pack the calendar full, I mean, I could easily fit 300 or 350. At some point as business owners, we would go a little insane if we had to produce that all the time. And right. Like I was telling you when I got here, my next nine weeks now, now that my kids are going back into school next week, um, they're really, really packed. I don't take off any extra days because there's no point in taking a day off on a Monday through Friday. Um, if my kids are in school, I can't go do fun things with them. So right. so my next nine weeks are going to be um, pretty crazy busy. But after Thanksgiving, it slows down a little where I can kind of rejuvenate, right? Yep. And we work on some other things and we work on some projects that we've been meaning to do all year. And we did this year, we did the uh, studio redesign uh, with White House at our studio. Um, so I get to work on some side projects in the winter as well as do some sessions. So Yeah, totally. Because we're lucky in Minnesota and Wisconsin and the, the upper Midwest to have like almost a full six months of winter. <laughs> it's just amazing. <laughs> so it slows down the calendar a little bit. So if you're doing, goodness gracious, 250 portrait sessions and 25 weddings, when do you sleep, man? Well, it's a lot of hours, but I, I choose <laughs> I choose to for, I have goals, right? And, um, you know, and I've always been driven like that, though. Like, I, I always uh, am not afraid of putting in the hours. And so I don't know what my average hours are, but, but certain seasons it might be 45 to 50 and other ones it's 75 to 80 in a week. And I could hire out some of that workload, um, mm -hmm. but I'm just choosing not to because I know um, I would rather put in the time for our family so that extra dollar goes towards our family versus extra staff. Right. Additional staff that we don't necessarily have to have. And I, I think early in my years, I was a little overstaffed for many years. And it's because I just wanted, didn't want to do the behind the scenes work as mm -hmm. much as being in front of clients. Um, but I, I've come to realize that I can attain goals for our family quicker uh, if I put in the hours and, and retain some of those dollars. And I'm not afraid of the hours, but I, but it also means I need time off at certain times. So even in the summer, I'm, I'm taking off quite a bit with our family, and we're enjoying our, our time together and doing activities and, and, uh, in, and in the wintertime. But there's certain seasons, and I'm super fortunate. Uh, my uh, wife stays home with our three kids and volunteers at the kids' school, and she puts in tons and tons of hours. She works harder than I work, um, and but I'm really fortunate that I get to be at the studio as many hours as I am during certain seasons throughout the year because I have a support team at home with my wife and my kids taking care of a lot of those responsibilities. Yeah, totally. It It's amazing to me that that you're able to keep all of those balls in the air with a, you know, a, a, a part-time staff that, that helps you. Uh, but that's, that speaks to your 
ability to organize and to to plan um, and to put people into those positions on the phone specifically where they can close those those appointments and they can get people booked because that's an art form in itself. It is for sure. And making sure that the person that is answering the phone, who is your front line, first contact, that they are good. Yeah, they have to be great at um, reading clients over the phone. And we used to do only in-person consults, which is a great way to go. Um, but it, for us, with, when COVID began, um, we got away from in-person consults. And now we've learned a system on the phone that we can answer all the questions and walk them through the process and have them be able to without doing it, close their eyes and then kind of walk through that whole process of how the portraits are going to be created, how the decisions are going to be made, the options they're going to have, investment levels. Um, we talk through that all over the phone. And and we've just found now over the past few years that um, that works really well for us and works as well as an in-person consult without the hassle on the client side of them being able to try to find more time to drive to our studio and to have that meeting. Um, so although I would be an advocate for in-person consults, I think time in front of clients, showing them your space and the options they're going to have can only be a positive thing. Um, the drawback is it's harder to always schedule those. You get a lot of reschedules. You get people not showing up. Mm -hmm. So we found that we can convert more clients by just having the conversation over the phone right. um, prior. Yeah, totally. So you're, again, that speaks to your efficiency because you're doing your, your sessions and your sales on the same day as well. So you're really making it efficient not only for your client, but efficient for the studio. And that's how you're able to do the volume that you're doing, I'm assuming. And that's that's a, a key point to that. It is. We work really hard at making sure our calendar stays full. And, and with that, I mean, we only do two sessions a day because it takes up to four hours to create portraits, mm -hmm. get the images ready, have the client do their presentation where they're viewing and ordering. And we do that all in one appointment time, even though there's some breaks in there. Um, and again, we're only doing photography for the first... 45 minutes or an hour, however long it takes. Um, the rest of it is all designing their images with them and, uh, and, and for their home. So it works really well for us, um, but that also means we can only fit 10 sessions a week, Monday through Friday, and then weddings on a Saturday and some family time on Sunday. So uh, we work incredibly hard at making sure our calendar stays full because when one client has to reschedule, that's four hours off our calendar. So right. we work hard at waiting lists, at knowing when clients would prefer to get in so that we can try to continue to keep that maximized. So, yeah. So I can remember being at a, a conference a few years ago and there was a husband and wife team that were teaching from the platform and they were talking about like distractions in your, in your business and the concept of um, basically like an airplane taking off and landing every time that you switch from project to project and thought process to thought process. I can only imagine that your plane stays in the air. You take off and you go. And then when it's time to land, then you, you change directions. Again, speaking to the efficiency, keeping that schedule full, um, thinking left brain about a creative business, which is incredibly difficult for a lot of people. It's completely needed. Yes. And I think that's where a lot of photographers get more stuck on the creative side, that that's where they want to, that's where they feel comfortable. Yep. And they don't maybe think as much on the business side about maximizing all those efficiencies. Yeah. And you're right. I mean, the plane stays in the air for us April 1st through Thanksgiving. Um, and when it comes down a little bit in Thanksgiving, it's, it's a nice reprieve and we're still doing sessions 
throughout December. And then our winter sessions, we do some, but it's not a completely packed calendar. Um, but when we have the opportunity to pack our calendar in all these good weather months, you have to do that as a business owner. I mean, that's what we're here to do is to create purposeful images for our clients and in a meaningful way. And, yeah. and um, that's my opportunity to do that for my clients. So we, we have mapped out every week and month of the year, we know what we're gonna be working on. And, um, and like you had mentioned, very soon, probably in, I'd say probably by October 1st, uh, our focus is no longer um, booking fall sessions um, or any 2022 sessions. At this point, we have a handful of sessions left for October, um, and then otherwise we'll move into November or December. But our, fo our focus beginning October 1st now is closing the chapter on 2022, doing the production side of things of the sessions, making sure clients have their portraits by Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, but our focus on the phones is now booking our spring and our summer calendar for next year. Yeah. And you have to think of it as a hotel room, right? Um, why book a room for a year and a half out when you could book them for three months out or six months out when they're flexible on the time period, you always front load your calendar. Mm -hmm. So for us, as we look into this fall and winter, we're focused hundred percent on our spring calendar. And as that gets 90% full, then we're hundred percent focused on booking our summer calendar and so forth. And so right now uh, we're sitting here in August, our next opening is in October and we've got a handful wow. left. Um, so our goal is to, to finish and complete booking, you know, those handful of sessions. Uh, and then we'll be kind of looking ahead towards 2023. That's awesome. So the redesign is completed. Um, it's been a good year for you thus far. I'm sure it's going to finish off strong. What's the next thing for Miller photography and for Adam Miller? Where, what is, uh, what's on the, the horizon for 2023 and beyond that you're excited about? Well, I think as business owners, um, there's a certain level of peace that comes with knowing how to run a business and do it successfully. And and part of it's financially, just making sure that, you know, you're not in survival mode like you are maybe in the first three or five or 10 years, however long you are. And so for me, um, I, I'm getting to a comfortable spot where I just love creating with my clients and my repeat clients especially. But um, we're trying to design uh, an experience start to finish from the time uh, we first talked to them on the phone until the portraits are displayed in their home and they're showing them off at parties to their family and friends. Um, we just want the experience to be a lovely one, one where they they're just have nothing but kind words to say about the entire experience, right? Yep, totally. And so I, th I think my, my focus is continuing to be on that engagement with my clients, um, continuing to grow my business. Um, as business owners, there's time periods where we get a little scared when a recession happens or COVID happens. And mm -hmm. it's, um, it's kind of that what all the what if scenarios and stress testing your business. And I've done that enough now throughout the 20 years to just, um, you know, I guess I'm, I'm in that spot where you can just think of what I want to do in the future. Right. Yep. And I want to continue doing what I do now. Eventually I just won't work as hard. I don't always want to put in 80 hour weeks, um, or what 60 or 50. <laughs> That's, um, but I also, I have a heart for helping other studio owners, um, other photographers, maybe think a little bit more, um, away from the creative side on the photography and a little bit more business minded. And, mm -hmm. I think as um, maybe I get 10, 15 years from now and I'm not doing photography as much as I am, maybe that might be another component that I get to add in. Yeah, definitely. I think that um, that would be a very wise thing for you to start scratching down on a, on a napkin of what that looks like because you're, 
your business mind and your um, organizational spirit and heart and caring, I think, is a very rare combination, you know, and it's been really fun for us at the lab and for me personally and for Edie and Christina, you know, to get to know you guys and to uh, to be invited into your space into your family, you know, be able to have dinner with you and, and come and hang out. And, you know, that those are things you can't fake, you know, like uh, you look at a, a business or a personality, you can't, you can't fake uh, caring. At least I can't. I know I don't think the average person can. And if you, if you do fake it, it doesn't last for very long at all. And it's not fake with you. You know, it's, you care about your clients, you know, in our, in our YouTube live that we just did, you know, you're, you're focused on creating pieces of art for your clients that really fit what they want. You're not, you're not suggesting that they buy something they're not comfortable with. You're, you just want to fulfill what they really want and their need and maximize what they're able to do so they can have an awesome experience, love the images, love their art, have fun with you guys, and then come back. And I don't think that that's necessarily driven from a, a dollar perspective. I mean, obviously that's important, but you're doing it because you want to do what's right by it's them. What's best for the client. Yes. And, and as, and I've learned that throughout the years, like, and I've just grown super passionate about caring for clients. And mm -hmm. it's my whole goal that that family just loves what we get to do for them. And, and cause I know as now, um, I've grown in my family and my kids continue to get older. It's so easy for me to relate to that family and the situation that they're in and the ages of their kids, the life changes that they're experiencing. I know how meaningful these portraits are for them, for their grandparents, um, all of these different things. Right. But, um, it's so easy for me to envision what that means for that client. And so that's why I fight so hard for them to have beautiful images, but I also fight really hard for them to have the right ways to display them for their family and their friends, but also in their home. So, yeah, totally. Well, we, uh, we really appreciate you coming to hang out with us today, Adam, and, and talking to us about your story and your family and business and, and being willing to share, um, for people who are listening along that want to check out like your website, where, what, what is that address so they can go find it? Cause I know that you just rebuilt the website. Yeah. So website's millerphotography.net and it's M U E L L E R photography.net. Um, but yeah, this past winter, we always hone in on a couple projects when we have a little extra downtime when I'm only putting in 45 hours a week. Um, <laughs> so one of those projects was our studio redesign. So we have the right product mix on display and we put up 55 new wall portraits, uh, with the help of white house. And the second project we worked on uh, was a complete revamp of our website. And we it was time for an upgrade. It, it had been nine years since we did a full upgrade. Uh, and although you update pieces of it, mm -hmm. it was time to think about all the new technology that goes into websites and how we can help clients visually see uh, what the end result's going to be for their family. Yeah, totally. And it's a beautiful website. I think you actually finished that or it was just brand new when we were there doing the installation too. So you had it was two, probably the same week. Yep. Yeah. You had two big projects simultaneously going there. So thanks again. We really appreciate your friendship and, and your business and your trust in us. Um, and I'm sure that for those of you that are listening, um, you'll be impressed by the website. Adam's a hell of a guy. Um, got a great business and we just appreciate you very much. So thanks for being with us today and for everybody listening along. Thank you for joining us and we will be back to talk talk with you soon.